If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies West. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. At Rural First, we're the leader in rural construction loans because we don't work here. We work out here. We live rural, which means we know just what you need to build rural. Our dedicated team of loan specialists works with you throughout the construction process. And with our digital tool, you can manage your project all in one place. That's how Rural First gets you closer to what matters. Rural First is a registered trademark of Farm Credit Mid-America. NMLS 407249. Equal housing lender. Loan subject to approval and eligibility. Other terms and conditions may apply. Visit RuralFirst.com for more details. Merry Christmas Eve, all you revelers out there. I hope you are drinking mugs filled with hot mold cider or hot mold wine or I hope something is getting mold. Uh, Today we're doing a little Christmas Eve classic episode. It's an episode about how you find the Christmas spirit even when you live in a place that is hot and dry and the only white that you're going to see on Christmas is the fluffy clouds floating over the desert. So come on a Christmas Eve visit with us to the Tumbleweed Christmas tree. And to everyone listening, come back tomorrow for when we start our Atlas Obscura Advent calendar, going from Christmas to the 19th of January, and from outer space to the start of life on Earth to us humans. All of that will start tomorrow. I'll see you there. It's Christmas time in the desert, Chandler, Arizona. The weather outside is frightful. I mean, by local standards. The holidays are typically cooler than normal. You know, it's maybe 50 or 60 degrees. You see people in winter jackets and toboggan hats and those kinds of things, but it's more a mental thing than it is an actual need for physical warmth. So if you're dreaming of an Arizona white Christmas, I would keep dreaming. Chandler, as far as I'm aware, has had snow three times in the last 100 years. It's a very strange occurrence. And if you are looking to, say, pull up to a Christmas tree farm and cut down your very own towering Douglas fir, well, you can forget it. You don't really find true Christmas trees like we think of them. There are pine trees that grow in Arizona, but... They don't do super well in the valley, in the Phoenix Valley where Chandler is located. But that doesn't mean Chandler goes through the holidays without a Christmas tree. Very far from it. Necessity is the mother of all inventions, right? I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today, we are taking you to a city in Arizona where, for 60 years, the locals have taken a local weed, a nuisance, and turned it into the centerpiece of their holiday celebrations. A trip to the Tumbleweed Christmas tree, after this.
If you saw it at nighttime, all lit up, you wouldn't really think there was anything unusual about Chandler, Arizona's Christmas tree. It's big, it's 25 feet high, and it's neatly decorated with all these colorful lights. And at the top is a big five-foot star-shaped topper that says Chandler, Arizona. But when you see this tree during the day, you start to notice what makes it unique. So the tree's painted white uh, with 25 gallons of white paint. And then, oddly enough, 65 pounds of glitter is thrown on there. uh, So it sparkles a little bit. This is Jody Crago. He is the museum administrator for the city of Chandler. For a while, they didn't paint it, right? But I think to give that Christmas sense, because otherwise it just looks like a pile of brown dead plants. Yes, a pile of dead plants, because it is not a tree in any typical sense. It is, in fact, a big, spray-painted, glitter-covered pile of tumbleweeds. If you've ever seen an old Western movie, you have seen a tumbleweed blowing across a dusty dirt road in the background during a shootout. You know, this town ain't big enough for the two of us. And so when you think of like cowboy movies, sometimes people think of tumbleweeds or there's the song Tumbling Tumbleweeds uh, that was an old, you know, country Western song. Here on the range I belong Drifting along with a tumbling tumbleweed This is the version by a group called the Sons of the Pioneers. But tumbleweeds aren't just movie props. And it is a plant that um, has very shallow roots. And then eventually as it uh, goes to winter and it dies, it breaks off in the stem and it rolls, and it just blows. And that's how it spreads its seed. The seed kind of flies off the the plant as it rolls in the wind. But even though these plants have become synonymous with the American West, they're not actually native to the area. Not one little bit. The seeds came to the West from Russian immigrants by accident, and they uh, started to populate all over the West. The tumbleweed is also known as the Russian thistle. It first came to North America in the 1870s when some of its seeds may have snuck in alongside of immigrants bringing flax. And the tumbleweed, turns out, really liked its new home. In fact, the tumbleweed became one of the fastest spreading invasive plants in American history. And tumbleweeds might look kind of cute from far away, but they cause a lot of damage. Sometimes they spread so quickly that farmers couldn't even plow their fields, which led to enormous crop loss. And in more modern times, they cause problems on the road pretty often, as Jody can attest. Once in a while, you'll see one cross a road as you're driving, right? You're like, oh, look, a tumbling tumbleweed. And one day there was a, a fairly strong windstorm. And sure enough, one hit my car and it didn't hurt it, but like it hit it. Like it was it was a bigger one. And You can tell. They're a little sharp, like they're kind of woody. They're not like soft in any way, shape, or form. So how did this invasive, prickly weed become the centerpiece of Chandler, Arizona? Let's roll back the clock to the 1950s, 
when Chandler is planning its annual Christmas celebration. So in 1957, the local electrical service company uh, replaced the light poles in downtown Chandler. And what that did was they were lighter and they could no longer support the traditional Christmas light decorations that the town had used for a number of years. And so they needed to come up with new decorations. The town put together a committee to tackle the job. And they decided the new decorations could nod to the town's history. Since there was a long history of agriculture and growing cotton, they made wreaths out of fluffy cotton plants. And then they thought, well, don't we need a Christmas tree too? So they said, you know what, why don't we build it out of tumbleweeds? And so the idea of putting up a center pole with some chicken wire around it to create a form, and then they would tie these tumbleweeds onto it. The tree didn't make a big splash right away. Now, it was not the star of that 1957 Christmas. Um, It was barely even mentioned in the newspaper. It was like, oh, and there will be caroling around the tumbleweed tree in the park. But all the newspaper articles were about the cotton breeze. But once people saw it, it very quickly became uh, a focus. By 1959, newspapers were referring to it as the great tumbleweed tree. In just two years, it had become the town's signature Christmas decoration. Chandler has been building tumbleweed Christmas trees every year for over 60 years. And to make a tumbleweed tree that is 25 feet tall, the Parks Department needs to collect around 1,000 tumbleweeds, a process that begins months before December rolls around. And so, slowly, they fill up this big mesh trailer with all of these tumbleweeds. The ideal size of a tumbleweed for a tumbleweed tree is three foot. And they want them, you know, fairly round, but they also have to be strong enough so that they can be connected. After the tumbleweeds are attached to a conical wire frame, the entire tree is painted white and given the glitter treatment. It's also sprayed with lots and lots and lots of fire retardant. Because, uh, yeah, the tumbleweeds are highly, highly flammable. And in fact, the tumbleweed tree has burnt down seven times over its history. There's lots of stories about the different times that the tree has burnt down. And supposedly one of the times some young teens climbed in it in the 80s and were smoking. And that was one of the reasons why that it burnt down. And so they work really hard to ensure that it's fire uh, retardant and that it doesn't, you know, ruin Christmas when the Christmas tree burns down. Every year, Chandler debuts the tumbleweed tree with a big holiday parade and tree lighting ceremony. Families gather all around and take photos in front of the tree. And it's become this really beloved local holiday tradition. It's also a great example of working with what you got. But Jody says ironically, as the city's grown, it's actually getting more difficult to make the tree each year. There's not a lot of open fields left in Chandler now. There's a lot of, you know suburban homes and businesses, and and we're, we're a major metropolitan area today. Uh, so they have to go a little bit farther to find those tumbleweeds. The plan for now is to start the collecting process a little bit earlier. Currently, the Parks Department has someone collecting as early as October. But Jody says the town is dedicated to keeping it going. The tumbleweed Christmas tree 
has become a symbol for the town itself. It's a place of innovation, a place of opportunity, and a place where people are going to constantly refresh and rethink of themselves and create things that are unique and specific to Chandler. The tumbleweed tree is free and open to the public. Do not smoke near it, please. Uh, You can see it in downtown Chandler in December. The town sells tumbleweed Christmas tree ornaments if you'd like to bring some festive weeds into your own home. And if you want to keep the fun going year-round, there's even a metal tumbleweed statue in Chandler in the park and ride near Tumbleweed Park. Uh, You can find that in the Atlas Obscura. I want to give a big special thanks to Jody Crago for telling us the story of the tumbleweed Christmas tree. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. This episode was produced by Amanda McGowan. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder-Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, Baudelaire Seuss, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. If you want to learn more, be sure to visit atlasobscura.com. There is a link in the episode description. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. At Rural First, we're the leader in rural construction loans because we don't work here. We work out here. We live rural, which means we know just what you need to build rural. Our dedicated team of loan specialists works with you throughout the construction process. And with our digital tool, you can manage your project all in one place. That's how Rural First gets you closer to what matters. Rural First is a registered trademark of Farm Credit Mid-America, NMLS 407249, equal housing lender, loan subject to approval and eligibility. Other terms and conditions may apply. Visit RuralFirst.com for more details. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure that you're always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com.